the man, the myth, the legend. Hey guys, it's David here, the healthness coach, yet again with another episode. I'm just banging these things out. I am super excited for you guys to hear uh, my next guest. This guy has made a tremendous impact on most of the trainers in the Orleans area, giving them the opportunity to be able to be their own entity, to develop their own company, to be able to train their clients and not have to worry about the corporate pressure of selling. I love it. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear his story. And as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to contact me. Or if you have concerns or you need help regarding your health and fitness, feel free to get in contact with me. Healthness for CND on my Instagram or David Donald on Facebook. Yes, let's get it. All right, exciting, Zach the man. So excited to have you on my podcast, man. This is absolutely a pleasure, man. So just going to ask you a couple of questions, man. Um, when it comes to a foot above fitness, how did that come to be? Where did that come from, man? Well, so it was kind of a play on my height. I'm six foot seven and literally a foot taller than everybody. And when I was working in the commercial gym that I was in before, mm -hmm. I started to try and brand myself. And I wanted to build a following to me rather than just a following to the place that I was working in. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the joke was, hey, I'm a foot taller, so let's make it a foot above. Mm -hmm. Made some logos, made some, some shirts, that kind of stuff. Started putting it on people. Uh, things transpired to the point that I was then going to open my own facility. And when I got to that point, I looked for another name. I wanted to call this place something else in the outset. And I told everybody that and everybody thought I was crazy. They're like, you are a foot above, call it a foot above fitness. Mm. And so it just kind of stuck. But the original idea was not, not to call a facility after it. It was literally just a joke on my height. <laughs> that is awesome, man. What's your, what's your history? Like what, like how did you get into fitness? Because, I mean, like, opening a big spot like this, I mean, like, even though it's a private gym, this is completely fantastic and amazing. So how did your journey, your fitness journey, how did that come to be? That's a long one. I was a chubby, antisocial, out-of-shape kid all the way up into about the end of grade nine. Uh, my mom very much taught my brother and I to self-medicate with food, uh, and there was not much that made me feel really confident about myself. I played a ton of video games and was... I consider myself an ugly duckling now. I've turned a frown upside down. Mm. Um, and so, truthfully, there was a girl that I had met who said, hey, you'd probably do well if you lost a little bit of weight and you look better. I took that extremely to heart, even though she broke up with me not too much longer after. Mm. Uh, but by then, the ball was already rolling. I did everything really poorly in the outset. I ate like a piece of chicken and an apple a day and would go for a two-hour run. Mm. I lost 60 pounds in something like nine months, dark circles under my eyes, like I was skinny fat, didn't know what I was doing. Started to then like educate myself. I started to read very much self-taught for the first bit. I was far too shy of going into the YMCA, so I started training in my dad's basement for the first little bit. Struggled to do pull-ups, bench presses, push-ups, the, the the basement teenager workout kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then things started to roll. Then, okay, time to get into the YMCA. I knew that I needed some more equipment, some more tools. Started doing that for a little while. Good Life at Plaster Orleans ended up opening up. Mm -hmm. uh, I pre-bought my membership there and started going there. It's kind of just been a perpetual rolling snowball from having my heart ripped out as a young teenager. Mm -hmm. 
Man, I can imagine that, man. That's it's a pretty impressive story, man. I think there's a lot of people that can relate to something like that, man, in terms of empathy. Um, so going from personal trainer in a bigger commercial gym to owner of a private gym, how's the transition? The transition was one of, I say necessity. It had gotten to a point where there were things that I wanted to do in the corporate gym that I was at before that just didn't fit into their model. I felt like there was a lot of people that I could help that I wasn't able to because I had to sell them three sessions a week for six months or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people just need a a touch every once in a while or just a little bit of advice or just somebody they can relate to and there was no model for any of that and so I rubbed a lot of my managers the wrong way with a lot of that same as me branding myself and having a foot above Mm -hmm. they didn't like that I had t-shirts with a different logo than theirs on it as well Mm -hmm. and so it got to the point that I just I knew that I couldn't be there anymore Mm -hmm. and initially I just wanted to leave and I wanted to I just wanted to be a trainer at a facility. I wanted to pay flat rate rent. I Mm -hmm. hated that it was a percentage and it was about Mm 50-50. I was getting, for lack of a better word, screwed. Mm -hmm. And so I looked for somewhere I could just pay flat rate rent. I'll find my own clients, I'll manage my own hours, I'll take care of my own business, just let me have a space and leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And I looked around for that, I looked around for that really hard. A lot of the places that did a flat rate rent um, had a facility that you just didn't want to bring a client into. Some had old equipment or didn't have a change room and shower and like a lot of this stuff I would call necessities mm-hmm. weren't there. And then the flip side to that coin were even some of the smaller corporate gyms, but all of those are percentage based. Mm-hmm. And there is no, or the incentive to work more is I'm going to pay the house more. And mm-hmm. that just sounded crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So I s- decided, okay, it's t- maybe I need to just fill that gap then. There's obviously a void in the industry. Let me get in there. Mm-hmm. And so I then partnered up with a trainer. He and I were going to open a space together. Looked for equipment, uh, found a space. We were literally a week away from signing. And then he told me, uh, I didn't do my taxes last year. I, my parents co-signed on some of my stuff. Mm-hmm. And that turned into a bit of a bit of turmoil Mm -hmm. so I actually I went back to my the corporate gym with my tail between my legs and figured it's never going to happen I tried my damnedest and I'm just never going to get off the ground Mm -hmm. one of the clients of one of the other trainers at the facility heard through the grapevine that uh, that I wanted to get off on my own and he's actually part owner of the space that I'm in right now Mm. and he uh, he said well you should come take a look So I walked through, as soon as I opened the door, the space used to be a martial arts studio, so it had change rooms, it had showers, it had a front desk, big open spaces, and was kind of built for fitness to begin with. Mm -hmm. I got through the door, and I just knew that this had to be a gym. Mm -hmm. And so I just did some legwork. Because it's such a big facility, there was no way I was going to operate it on my own. I found a few trainers in the area who thought I had a good idea. They were ready to then rent from me I did not want to partner again I, mm-hmm. I learned my lesson there mm-hmm. um, and then this place got rolling in those first few months like I was operating at a huge negative mm-hmm. but it was just one of those cases of like I had to do it I could not stay where I was anymore mm-hmm. I could not find where I wanted to be so I had to I just felt like this had to happen and it has wow yeah no and it looks like it's going really well so in that case, man, what are some of the future projects that you're going to be working on? So future projects, I I keep it in the back of my head that I wouldn't mind replicating this model somewhere. I've seen 
now a ton of trainers in a relatively short period of time all get attracted to this model mm-hmm. just because it lets you kind of do whatever you want to do you keep your own logo you keep your own brand yeah. your clients pay you you're in charge of everything and i think any good trainer is somebody who takes what they do in a very high regard mm-hmm. and i think those people are much better to just get out of their way mm-hmm. whenever i was managed at the place that i was before the corporate gym i would underperform mm-hmm. and the more that you left me alone the better i did and so mm-hmm. i wanted to be able to let trainers just do what they thought was the mm-hmm. right thing to do mm-hmm. and this has gone really well mm-hmm. so i'm thinking second location would be pretty cool i'm out in the east end in orleans right now mm-hmm. 1290 trim road shameless mm-hmm. plug come check us out mm-hmm. Uh, probably Barhaven next is what's on my mind. Project-wise, too, we've got a brand of protein coming out very soon. Super very high-quality way. Exactly. Oh, no yeah. garbage ingredients, no sucralose and aspartame, no weird stuff that's going to screw up your gut and, and uh, flora. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just want to just be genuine and just keep putting out quality in an industry that's highly saturated in both supplements and training studios. Mm-hmm. But... Just the fact that so many of them do a percentage model, I think, dilutes what we're here to do. And mm-hmm. so I want to just try and stay genuine and, and expand. Mm, that's amazing, man. So then, as a personal trainer of your caliber, how, how have you attained the level of success that you had with some of the clients and some of the principles that you applied with those clients over time? How did you be so successful enough to say that I actually just want to go open my own gym because I'm that successful with my clients and attaining goals with them? God, consistency. Consistency, consistency Mm -hmm. will trump everything else. Just Mm -hmm. don't quit. Mm -hmm. The other thing too is that the, the best advertising, networking, call it whatever you want that you can do as a trainer is to do right by your clients. Mm-hmm. So if you're spending time trying to put together like Facebook ads or you're trying to like mm-hmm. put together whatever advertising you're going to spend some time on sitting in front of your computer, you're better off sending those text messages to your clients and just genuinely taking care of them mm-hmm. as often as they need to be taken care of. And they will tell all their friends and those friends will tell their friends mm-hmm. and that will turn into referrals. Those people come in, you do right by them and... It's just a matter of being genuinely consistent, mm-hmm. which right. seems so simplistic, but man, it's so much easier than trying to like hire some company that's going to then like mm-hmm. manage your online booking and blah, 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 blah. Like, man, just do right by your clients. Mm-hmm. And really as a successful personal trainer, if you're going to do one-on-one, you don't need much more than about 15 people. Mm-hmm. And for you to find 15 people in a 15 minute drive from wherever you situate yourself mm-hmm. is not that hard. Yeah, completely agree, man. And as a gym owner and pretty much having a team of fantastic trainers here working with you now, what are some of the challenges that that may come up, you think, in the personal and training industry in the future? Because I know that you're saying that this model that you have right now is something that is new, something that no one else is doing. Do you project that there's any challenges that may come in the future from uh, this type of model? That's a tricky one. It's kind mm-hmm. of hard to see what your problem is going to be until yeah. it's in your <laughs> yeah. face. Um, <laughs> yes. But it's good because I really like the model. I mean, even for me as a trainer, coming here and being able to be my own entity, that was like something that I've looked for for the last like five years, right? And, <laughs> and I so, think that's that's probably like a, a I say a, a blessing and a curse, I guess. And yeah. so like if you have all of these trainers who are so passionate about what yeah. they do, you are bound then as soon as you have two of them collide, oh, yeah. <laughs> that that is going to be like a... <laughs> 
fierce confrontation kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Everybody's in here professionals. And at yes. the end of the day, like, we're all adults. Let's not yeah. kid ourselves. But, like, man, like a passionate trainer who gives a shit about what they mm-hmm. do, mm-hmm. those people get fired up mm-hmm. pretty easily. And so mm-hmm. you might have a difference of opinion in the best way to deal with things. Mm-hmm. I know I know one of the trainers actually in the facility mm-hmm. uh, here in my logo I say 50% sleep, which really I mean recovery, uh, 40% nutrition, and 10% exercise. And I think if you want to change your life or how you feel or how you look, I think that is the ratio of what your effort should be put towards. Mm-hmm. And one of the trainers here doesn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not, it's not my job to try and change the way that he thinks. Mm-hmm. So I think that in terms of possible future problems... Yeah. But I'm not even sure that's a problem. I think yeah. like I think trainers bumping into each other like that pushes along growth. It gets you yeah. thinking. So yeah. like there's um there's a quote that I really like that says, The impediment to action is what brings action, mm-hmm. therefore what stands in the way becomes the way. Mm-hmm. And so if you have somebody who opposes your way of thinking mm-hmm. as a trainer, that's gonna be the best thing to push you to solidify what you believe in mm-hmm. as a trainer. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think some of those, I think problems in the industry or yeah. future issues, if you just look at those as like a stepping stone to success rather than like some roadblock, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think there are problems. There's just going to be a whole bunch of more solutions. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to whatever gets in my way next. <laughs> that is completely awesome, man. And yeah, like I absolutely agree that when we do come together, we all have these different approaches and that we try to like figure out like this has been working for me. So I, I don't think that we try to get in each other's way, but I think we always try to like figure out each other's kind of like perspective and process of getting clients to their goals and how we run our business. And I always say, man, we're like on the same team. And I like the fact that we develop our, our growth that way because we're all fighting the same battle. Yeah. Right. We we're also t- want to help people at the end <laughs> yes. of the day. Like we share that common element that like we yeah. all want to help people. Yes. But there's more than one way to skin a cat kind yeah, of thing. That- and <laughs> It boils down to whether or not you, well, I say whether or not you agree or disagree with the way that somebody else does yes. whatever they do, but, yeah. but yeah, you need to, you need to be able to understand that that's an opportunity for you to personally grow and make yourself better as an individual or as a trainer or a coach or whatever you want to call yourself. Cool. So in that case, do you have any advice for any young entrepreneurs in Canada who would like to gain success in this very competitive industry? stay genuine Mm -hmm. there i i met a lot of gym owners both in a commercial and a private space before i opened up this location and it doesn't take very long for to for you to realize that what they're trying to do is make sure that they can pay their mortgage or make sure that they can keep their space open and don't get me wrong you have to keep your space open and let's be real money makes the world go around Mm -hmm. but what I've found is that the more that you focus on dollars or percentages and the numbers, and again, not to say mm-hmm. you don't have to track them, but the more that that becomes your focus, that's you taking focus away from taking care of your clients, taking care of your trainers, taking care of your business, taking care of your passion. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you flip that and then focus on your passion, focus on doing whatever you do as best as you can do it, the money and quote unquote success or whatever you want to label that as Mm -hmm. will just happen and it is really tough to switch your focus and to have faith in if I just keep doing what I'm doing as well as I can that things will happen the right way Mm -hmm. because yeah like sure I know what it feels like to feel like you're on your last paycheck and there's just no way I'm going to make it out of this Mm -hmm. but if you focus oh my god I just got to make a sale I just got to make a sale I just got to make a sale 
and whoever you're sitting in front of, they're not stupid. They'll see through that. Mm-hmm. And if you sit there with like an honest urge to help this person, mm-hmm. you'll probably make the sale. You'll probably have that money, and you'll probably be doing just fine. Mm-hmm. So stay genuine and just focus on doing whatever you do as best as you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Listen, like I think that there's a lot to be said and a lot to be learned um, from the direction that you're trying to take. Uh, in opening the gym and I think there's a lot that we can learn from this concept of having trainers have their own entity um, and, and I totally agree with you with the advice that you were you, you were just saying which is be genuine about what you're doing it's going to make you feel like you're living a pur- purposeful life and you'll be able to make the money that you want but more importantly you'll be able to live a purposeful life be happy and be able to attain the things that you want to attain. But if you make money or you make something, that, you know, into something that is like, I'm just doing this for that particular purpose versus a purpose that is greater than yourself, I think it becomes a little bit difficult. And you probably hate your job too. Well, and that's it too. Like when you're when you're at the end of your life and you're 95 and you're laying in bed, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I wish I made more money or oh my God, I wish I would have upgraded my cell phone mm-hmm. more times in my life or oh my God, I wish I would have had more stuff. Mm-hmm. No, like... Like, man, I wonder if I could have changed more lives. Did you feel like you affected, like, the connections to people that you had? Because, Mm -hmm. like, things are just things. Cool, we like money, we like shoes, I like fancy things, whatever. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, did you change people's lives? Mm -hmm. That will be so much more satisfying than any amount of money that you're going to make, even if you're just focused on money for your entire life. So, no, Mm -hmm. if you focus on being genuine and just affecting people's lives in a positive way that will be far more fulfilling than any paycheck you'll ever get. Amazing. Listen, Jack, Zach, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show, man. Pleasure doing this, yeah. man. I had a lot of fun. This is cool. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. So as always, if you guys need help with your health and fitness, A Foot Above Fitness, located at 1290 Trim Road. There are awesome trainers here. I'm telling you, your experience is going to be one that you could carry with you for the rest of your life. And as always, as I always say, if you guys need help once again with your health and fitness and you have concerns about that, feel free to give me a call or contact me via my Instagram page at healthness for CND or my Facebook page, David Donald.